0: Okay, we're going to begin. Uh, This is uh, another story from It's a Rum Life, Book 4, Northcote, which is uh, in the process of being put together. It's all about the horses at Horse Centre. This story is from 2002. It's called The Windmill Express. It's a sequel to the Straw Bale story. If if you've listened to that or read that story. Now, we jump several years forward here to 2002 and Alford, a small market town just north of Spilsby, They'd asked us to implement a horse-drawn taxi-type service in their town to coincide with their regular craft markets during the summer months. Being still constantly short of funds and always looking for different avenues for earning money, we agreed. The first obstacle was a taxi licence. Still resolved to stay within the law. Our local district council began throwing all sorts of obstacles in our way and it was only due to Alford Town Council themselves giving their whole support that we succeeded. Alford Town even paid the substantial fee demanded by East Lindsey District Council for the licence. The 20-seat heavy horse Dray even had a taxi plate and had to be examined by the local authority taxi examiner. The first day of our new adventure dawned and one of our helpers, John, who had a four-wheel drive vehicle, had agreed to take our horse trailer, complete with cracker, to the site. I was to go a different way by a longer, quieter route with the actual dray towed behind my Subaru pickup truck. I'd fixed an A-frame to connect the dray to the tow bar uh, and arrange proper lights. The only thing missing was brakes on the dray which were normally operated from its driving seat and worked on its back wheels. There was no way I could incorporate these into the towing arrangement. By taking the journey carefully, I could not see any real problems, despite the dray being quite large. But no one would travel with me. Everything was going to plan until entering Alford, and I stopped on a junction just opposite the church in the town centre. It was a bank holiday, and the traffic nose to tail on this main route to the coastal resorts. I waited my turn and manoeuvred slowly into the traffic flow but unbeknown to me the A-frame had become dislodged from one end of the turntable at the front of the dray behind me. A small cotter pin had twisted on its shaft and managed to spring out of place. The shaft had moved sideways and only one end remained located on the dray drawbar. As I moved forward, to the left, the dray followed to begin with. I could sense nothing untoward, but as I then turned to the right on the next bend, the dray continued straight on, and even though it was only travelling very, very slowly, it managed to mount and travel across the pavement and lodge itself in the front window of the local art gallery pushing the adjacent brickwork back by several inches. By this time the A-frame was shaped like a U and the whole scene was covered in shattered Georgian bow window frame and what seemed like all the glass from every window in the area. The bank holiday traffic began piling up behind me and the first thing I managed was to trip over the remains of the A-frame and fill my palms with broken glass. Eventually I pulled the dray out of the shop window and re-secured it to the pickup truck. I borrowed a brush from a kind shop owner three doors away, left a brief note of explanation on the broken shop window and prepared to move off. I only had about 300 yards to travel to the site where we were going to begin our day. During all his comings and goings and dodging of impatient traffic winding their way past me, I had noticed a gormless-looking chap in the doorway of a run-down-looking premises opposite. He stared at the situation and, rather than offer any assistance, took out his mobile phone and began to dial. I think I knew who he was dialing to. John was already on site and wondering where I had got to. After enlightening him as to the hazards in the street of Olford, I dispatched him to the local windmill to try and locate a mobile welding technician. Ever hopeful, at 8.30am on a bank holiday Saturday. The drawbar of the dray was sufficiently damaged so that it could not function for the initial turnout of the Windmill Express ride dray a name created by the special publicity for these events. I began to dismantle my cobbled up and broken A-frame watched over by a crack of the horse, when a large white saloon car arrived with red stripe down the side and police in bold letters all over. The constable was not unduly perturbed and invited me to sit in his passenger seat while he ascertained the facts of the morning's incident. After a few moments, he wished he hadn't, as I began to drip copious amounts of blood all over his carpets. It's a small world. He raised his eyebrows at the mention of Windmill Express and had to explain that it was only a name and what it was all about. I explained what had happened and where I had come from. At the mention of Heavy Horse Center, his ears pricked up and his eyes concentrated firmly on my face. "Haven't we met before?" he asked. "I seem to remember something about a Land Rover and Trailer of Straw," he continued. I quickly explained that from that day I'd been particularly particular to stay within the law, and everything today was legal and roadworthy. He had a look at everything, including the horse, and could see where the cotter pin had broken on the drawbar and the dray resulting in the accident. He knew I had left a note for the shop and I told him that I would be round to see them when they opened their premises. He asked me to produce the relevant vehicle papers for the truck at our local police station and that was the last I heard of the incident. Oh! It cost our insurance company over £2,000 to repair the shop window and damage brickwork and I must admit it never looked as good afterwards. John did actually manage to find a local, local mobile welder and with the drawbar fixed the windmill express did turn out to work in the town for the day. Every time I drove past the art gallery, I cringed at the thought of the morning's events. There we are. That's the end of that little story. Brought to you by Cracker Books. Uh, written and read by Keith Sanders. Uh, you will find more information and short stories to read on KeithSandersIsTheStoryMan.wordpress.com uh, There are more free audio stories on uh, this Buzzsprout site and lots of free videos, including lots about horses, on Keith Sanders, the short story man on YouTube. There's a shop where we sell our books. All the stories you read or listen to are in book form. The complete books can be downloaded PDF or ebook, and very soon as audiobooks. The site is Richard Keith Sanders dot sells s-e-l-z dot com ah oh, by the way the books aren't expensive at all thank you for listening